Hello, hello, and welcome back to a Fistful Podcast. I am your host, Christy Christ, Sister Christy Christ, here at a Fistful Podcast. And I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in with me so, so, so much. And I want to say if you are a new listener, thank you and welcome to a Fistful Podcast. And if you are an original Fistful Warrior, welcome back and thank you for tuning in and your support always, always, always. And I just want to say um, tonight is just, or today, this morning, wherever you are, um, this is just part two of episode four no, episode three that I'm releasing as episode four because of the Q&A. Um, I didn't get a chance to post it to um, episode three because I didn't want it to be long. And I just wanted to v- basically get that message out clear and, you know, clear and ready to go for everyone else. But this time I am releasing it separately because uh, I think the Q&As are our biggest part of my show and you guys are very 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 in tune with the Q&A so moving forward I'm just gonna go right into the Q&A's and I just want to say thank you this is strictly 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 just Q&A tonight Q&A and I might give you a little bit of inspirational message at the end you know just to give you something to you know take away from or take to or take heed to um, but other than that, that's it. This is all Q&As. I got your questions and I got more to come, but I'm breaking them up in segments because um, it's a lot. <laughs> you guys, it's a lot. So, But I got you. Almost every episode of Push will come with a Q&A, it looks like. So um, stay tuned and I'll be right back with your Q&As. All right, all right. So we are back, and I just want to say, um, I I want to add an extra set of Q and A's to this, but it would, you know, what well, I'm gonna go ahead and add it anyway. Don't worry about it. But um, I'm gonna go ahead and start with Sylvia from Cleveland, Ohio. And she wants to know, what does the way you treat the person you're dating say about your character? Um, Sylvia, I would say it says a lot about your character and it can say not so much. Okay, my reasoning for it can say a lot because some people are actually looking at the way you treat them while you're dating to see if that's something they want to pursue for long term. Or even if that's something they would want to deal with in the future or can they actually handle it? You know, sometimes perceptions does matter while you're dating because you can give up. You can treat a person one way and say this and that in another way, but yet your actions don't match what you say or the promises you have made to that person, you know, and it can come off as if you basically don't care about how you treat that person and you should care how you treat that person while dating you should care how you treat that person even while in the friend zone or even just in the talking stages because you know 
you know what? You should care about how you treat somebody regardless of any stage you're in in life. Whether you're dating, whether you're a friend, whether you are a sibling or a family member or a long loss, whatever. You should care about how you treat anybody because... That says a lot about your character. That should that sometimes the way you treat people can mean that you don't care about yourself. And sometimes the way you treat people can means that you care too highly of yourself. And sometimes the way you treat people means you just don't give a freak about nobody else but you. And sometimes that can come off a little selfish and sometimes it can bring off your character as a little selfless. So it all depends on you how you treat somebody. Whether you're dating or not, I say treat them all with kindness. Treat everybody with kindness. Respect everyone. Even though some people believe respect should be given. No, should be earned first without giving. I think respect General respect is a given. You know, everybody's going to greet you with respect, whether it's a a gesture as in hi or good morning or something. That's some kind of form of respect there generally, just because, you know, you haven't known that person, but in that period of second. But as life goes on and you're around that person and continue to cross paths with that person, you're going to be of course, you're going to start earning their respect and you're going to they're going to start earning yours. It's a given, you know, but common courtesy, you will generally give someone respect just by a high or simply good morning, afternoon or, you know, just those small gestures is a form of general respect to me. Um, so that's important. Your your character means a lot to people. I mean, you always want to protect your character, whether you don't protect nothing else. I mean, I think character portrays a lot to perception, uh, deceit, uh, loyalty, you know, as far as communication wise, because some people can give off, uh, get off your character as if, oh, that person's not approachable. That person may have been maybe judgmental or that person probably just don't give a freak and may be a little bit hard to talk to or your character can speak. Dang, they're approachable or dang, I can really talk to her. She seems like she's easy to talk to or, you know, so it's just all about how you treat people, whether you're dating or not. Treat them with kindness, treat them with general respect and, you know, just have an open mind, have an open heart, you know, keep love out there regardless. And... Monique from Philadelphia wants to know, why is it important to treat the other person as a beloved child of God? Because you never know why you're crossing paths with that person. You never know if God put them to be a blessing to you in your life and your time of need right there. And then you're screwing over your blessing. And then on top of that, you don't want to mistreat anybody because God doesn't mistreat you. Come on now. If we're going to believe in God, we're going to set the example. We have to be and do the example, too. You can't be a child of God and you don't want to live by his word. God said treat everybody with kindness. God said love everyone as yourself. Love thy neighbor as yourself. You know, love people regardless if you know them, if you live with them, if you care about them or not. Love should be there. You should have some type of love to where, dang, that hurt. Not even hurt so much, but just love. Just be kind. Yes, it is very important to treat people as a beloved child of God. It is because it speaks again on your character. 
And it also speaks your way into heaven because God don't look at your outside appearance. He looks into your heart. And if your heart ain't right by treating people, mistreating people, then dang it, you're going to have a hard time in life. And that's just it. And Brian from Tampa, Florida says, who can speak truth into your life as you date? I would say anyone that supports you wholeheartedly and genuinely um, such as your mom, your parents, your siblings, your true friends, closest friends, uh, even closest family members, even strangers for that matter. If, you know, advice can be taken, but it can also be taken out of context. Um, advice can be heard. That doesn't mean you have to actually take heed to it. Um, it's okay to listen to people. That don't mean you have to take everything they say into consideration. That don't mean you have to take everything and what they say and use it and apply it to your life. Everybody's situation is different, but that does not give you the right to disrespect them, belittle them, or tell them, hey, look, F off. That's not what I need. You know, you never know who God speaks through to get to you. You never know who God speaks through that you need to hear from, from him. So you have to give people the common courtesy and the common and use your common sense to give them the benefit of the doubt to just, hey, I, I just need I just need an ear. You know, you want people to listen to you when you need a time to vent, but you're not open minded to hear people out when you're in need of advice that you don't have to take, but you can hear them out from, you know, you, you, you ever heard that saying and take what you need from something and leave the rest for somebody else. Take what you need. You don't have to take all the pieces of, of everything. Somebody say, just take a little bit what you need and leave the rest for somebody else. If you don't need that, Hey, that don't mean you got to go belittle them about what they said or talk about what they said or get angry about what they said. You know, you can disagree to disagree. You can agree to disagree and be very respectful about it. OK. Um, next question is from Sandra out of OKC, Oklahoma. OK. How open are you? No, that ain't that ain't your question, girl. You said. When has it been difficult for you to be patient in relationships? Ooh, it's been um, difficult for me to be patient in relationship is when you have a disagreement with that partner, specific um, significant other of yours. And then, you know, some people heal differently. Some people get over things differently. Um, Timely matters. Uh, actually matter Um, some people need time some people need space so if previously in my relationships if my spouse or anyone needed space needed you know a couple of days to just you know get over some things I would be the anxious one I would have a hard time giving them that patience because I would want to solve it I would want to come to a uh resolution right then and there because I don't want neither one of us to go to mad go to bed angry or mad you know I don't want either one of us to go to bed with that on our minds you know I would want us to go to bed in peace so that would be my 
um, difficult difficulty in being patient in a relationship is that I try to rush the time that they needed just to come to a conclusion and solve it. I didn't I didn't like problems to linger. I had a big anxiety when it came to problems lingering, you know, um I just don't like people's minds to wonder. I don't like to give you that space in your brain to think of what you want to think of during that time. I want to actually say what it is and want you to know the truth rather than you to come up with your own deceptions and um, imaginative uh, thoughts. I would want you to hear the facts for sure from the horse's mouth for mine. So that's was one of my difficulties that I had in relationships. Um, and I can understand that that's sometimes a good thing for people. Sometimes that's a bad thing for people. But that was one of mine's. And trust me, you don't want to be that one. I mean, if that person is, everybody is different. Give people their time. Give people their, their space. But if it's something you can't handle... Please bring it to their attention because it it will, you know, some people will listen and be like, okay, well, they're not the type to let problems linger. Maybe I should, you know, be able They some people will actually work on their communication skills to actually want to fix it when they see how anxious you are to fix it. Some people don't. Some people never come around to do that some people don't make adjustments to be like dang they really want to fix it dang let me help her or let me help him and I experienced that they didn't want to fix it they didn't see it as oh well dang she really want to fix this they didn't see it like that they saw that dang you rushing me to give you an answer and da 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 so you never know how that person may take it so I would say that's that was one of mine. Don't don't be too quick to solve things. Give people that time and that space if they need it. But if it becomes an issue to you to where you want to do that, openly express how you feel to them about that. And just let them know that you're willing to work. You you're ready to do the work. You're not you don't want it to linger. You ready to work on it. So um next question is from Sarah out of San Francisco, California. And she wants to know, this is the last one too, y'all. What things can you only learn about someone over seasons of time? Um, Some of those things will actually have to do with someone's past. I would definitely say you can learn about somebody's past over time. Because they're not going to tell you, oh, I was damaged. Um, I suffered a childhood trauma around this age. Or, um, you know, I was molested. Or I was abused. Or I was an addict. Or I was, you know, some people not openly honest like that when they first off meeting people. Even in their first year of dating people, they're not comfortable with telling that about themselves because they consider that some people look at that as a flaw about themselves that and some people look at it as a, a 
you know, a stepping stone that they got over that they are proud of. But the ones that look at it as a flaw take a little bit more time or time to tell you than those that look at it as a stepping stone and as a healing process in their life that they're actually proud of. Me, on the other hand, I am quick to tell you, look, hey, I'm a domestic violence su- survivor. I even got my book out. So if you read my book, you would know. Shift it from pain to press on Amazon.com. You would know my full story. I am literally an open book. There is nothing I don't try to hide from people because I don't never want my past to be a surprise to the one that I love. You know, I want them to know everything about me. You know, if, if something happens to where somebody tried to... Um, destroy my character in any kind of way that one person I don't care if nobody else knows in the world out of 12 billion people but that one person my significant other would know hey that's not her you know do you if you can get that one you know why not let it be the one that you love and the one that loves you back So I would say if you can really trust your significant other and y'all have that relationship to where you can tell each other anything without it being thrown back in each other's faces and without it being used against you, each one of you, then, hey, stick to that open communication. Let them know, like, hey, I need to talk to you, but I don't want you to judge me either. Like, be open. If you can see yourself with that person for a long time, long time, and you can truly confide in them let them know hey this is not i want this to be a surprise to you so when you get the hooping and hollering at stuff and you see me jump or you see me flinch this is why you know and maybe that will change that person you know because some of the men i have told that too about my story or some of the men that have read my story they have told me the same thing they they have changed some of the actions that they used to do but they don't do because they don't never want to scare me they don't never want me to feel like I have to be a certain way around them they don't never want me to be timid or they don't never want me to feel like I cannot trust them with my feelings so you know some people actually care you know, give them that opportunity to care, but you have to be strong enough to handle that just in case it backfires. You know, some people are not confident, confidants like they say they are. So if that person is the kind of person that is revengeful, is deceitful and will throw it back at you and you know this and they've done it before. If you know that's the kind of person that they are. And you still want to tell them because you just want to get it off your chest and feel better about your communication level, then you have to be strong enough and strongly prepared for that backfire. You you prepare yourself beforehand. That way, when it happens, you be like, oh, I'm strong enough. It'd be no emotions are tied to that hurt. You get what I'm saying? It won't hurt you, you know, because some people will use your own pain to hurt you. And that's just not right. You have to be healed, whole and completely. And you have to be healed, whole, wholeheartedly to know and be and have given that honesty to God about what happened to you and what you have survived so that other people can use your pain against you. You know, that that's take a strong, strong person. I'm one of the strongest because can't nobody use my pain that I've already went through and then came through 
against me. So, um, but yes, that's just it. I mean, life, life is, that's life. Life comes with life lessons. So those are some lessons that you will learn throughout life. And I hope I answered you guys questions, um, to the best of my knowledge. Um, and those are my opinions about it. You can take what you need from it, leave the rest for somebody else, as I've heard before from somebody else. So I'm just letting y'all know. But until then, and until another time, you guys enjoy life to the best of your ability. Um, and, you know, do great things. Be kind to people. Love one another as we love ourselves. Be selfless. Do more selfless acts out here. Stop being so selfish with things. And love more, hate less. Spread love and not the mess. Stay encouraged. Have a good night. Have a good day. Have a good morning, wherever you are. And I want to say thank you again for tuning in with Chrissy, your sister, Chrissy Christ, here at A Fistful Podcast. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Good night. A good morning.